the fatal flaw of the perfectionist. It is confusing success or winning with perfection. It's the assumption that winning, succeeding, doing the thing requires doing it all out and doing it perfectly. The Happy Healthy Human podcast will help you build your happy, healthy life. Your host, Paul Levitin, is a board-licensed health and wellness coach, nutrition coach, personal trainer, and behavior change specialist with over 10 years of experience helping people create positive life change. Each week, he discusses topics that will help you understand yourself, why you do the things you do, and how to take steps to create the life of your dreams. He talks with experts from therapists to addictions counselors, coaches, trainers, CEOs, financial planners, and more. If you've ever wondered how can you become the best, happiest, healthiest version of yourself, you've come to the right place. All right. Welcome back. We have finally made it and you are here for the final installation of the slump method P. It's hard for me to pick which of the five S-L-U-M-P pieces that I would consider to be the most important or the most prevalent that I see the most often. But I will say that after working with clients for nearly a decade, both in person and online, the one thing that I have seen derail more people from reaching their goals than anything else is probably this. It is the P in slump, which stands for perfectionism. They say save the best for last, and this is definitely going out with a bang for this series. Like I said, for over a decade, I've coached clients in a variety of different fields, from fitness to nutrition to mindset, self-confidence, business, and every person I've worked with over that time is completely unique. Their goals, their life circumstances, what brought them to me, all completely unique. Everyone is a special snowflake, literally. And yet, at the same time, people are largely the same. For all of our myriad differences, people are people. We are humans. And since we're all humans, we have similar tendencies. We act in similar ways. And that's why this entire series is about the human tendencies that lead to self-sabotage. And as a personal trainer, I learned early on that the very first thing I had to do right out of the gate with any new client was to talk about perfectionism. Like literally day one, conversation one, as soon as someone walked in the gym door. And when I talk about perfectionism, you might say, well, that's not me. I don't, I'm not a perfectionist, but it can go by different names. You might call it black or white thinking, all or nothing, this or that, even zero to a hundred. Whatever it is, it really all boils down to the same thing. It's wanting to either be personally or to be in a situation where things are perfect. And whether you call it perfection or not, perfectionism or not, it's still the same thing. And this is what is leading to a lot of your self-sabotage. So the first obvious question when it comes to perfectionism is, so what? Who cares? Like, shouldn't we want to be great? Shouldn't we want to succeed? Shouldn't we want to win to ace the test? 
And that is the huge misconception and the fatal flaw of the perfectionist. It is confusing success or winning with perfection. It's the assumption that winning, succeeding, doing the thing requires doing it all out and doing it perfectly. People tend to think of their goal pursuits like shooting a basketball. Either it goes in or it doesn't. Yes or no. Point or no point. There is no in-between. There is no gray area. But this can't be farther from reality. Turns out, not only is there an actual in-between gray area, but the truth is that the gray area makes up pretty much the whole damn thing. Your pursuits are less like a single free throw and more like an entire basketball game. You can start off slow, you can mess up, you can be down 40 at the half. And none of that matters because it's all about how you finish. However, even that analogy doesn't quite work because actually it's more like your entire basketball career. Because even if you have one bad game and lose, or 10 bad games, you still have another one coming. And even if you have a losing season, there's always next year. And even if you have a bad career, there's plenty of people who reinvent themselves in their second act. And then it goes just on and on like that. And that's the problem that perfectionists face. They focus on doing the one thing, quote unquote, right. They want to get everything perfect. Otherwise, to them, the perfectionist, it isn't worth doing. And even if a thing does get done, if it doesn't end up lining up with the vision that they had in their head, then to them, it didn't work. And, you know, using that free throw analogy again, when looking at a single free throw, there are only two possible outcomes. You know, that's the truth. You make it or you don't. But the thing is that when you stay paying too much attention to one single shot, you're zoomed in. And that's when you, as the saying goes, miss the forest for the trees. Because a single shot in basketball could be important in that one moment. You know, it could possibly decide the game or the fate of a whole season. But if you zoom out and look at a player's entire career, a single shot is nothing more than a rounding error. A a professional poker player, for example, will the majority of the time come out on top and win against a field of less experienced players. However, even the best poker players in the world will still lose to a complete novice every so often. And how can that be? Well, it's because poker involves luck. A top-ranked professional will have skill and experience on their side. And they will win the vast majority on the strength of that. But sometimes luck happens and the cards just don't line up. And sometimes the worst player wins. And it's not just poker that involves luck. Life involves a lot of luck. And a lot of us would want to forget this, but it can't be overlooked. And that's the thing. A perfectionist lives in a false version of reality. A version where they are in complete control over all of the outcomes. A perfectionist sees life as a direct correlational equation. If A, then B. If I do this, then that will happen. If I exercise, I will build muscle. If I diet, I will lose fat. If I invest, I will gain money. If I work hard, I will get a promotion. And so on and so on. And that's what we believe because that's what we were taught. That expectation is clean and it's straightforward and it's easier to digest than the actual truth.
The truth is that nothing is so straightforward. And there are no rules that the universe abides by. And it can be frustrating to come to grips with that. Sometimes you'll exercise and you'll build muscle. And sometimes you'll exercise for a year and nothing will happen. And sometimes you'll exercise and you'll break your ankle. You might invest in the stock market and see it double in value over time. Or you could lose everything in the same time frame. So you get the point. The point is that luck is a forgotten factor here. A, f- a factor that perfectionists completely disregard. And it's outside of all of our control, but it still is a factor. The perfectionist acts as if they have total control over the outcomes of their life. They believe that if they do their part, then success is somehow owed to them. But we know that that's not the case. And I've spoken about this ad nauseum in past episodes, but it can't be overstated. We can only control actions. We do not control results. And that means that you can do every single thing, quote unquote, perfectly. You can follow the rules. You can do every step-by-step instruction exactly as it's laid out for you. And it's possible that you still do not end up with the result that you were looking for. Instruction manuals are great for Legos, but this is life. Life does not follow instructions. And this gets worse and compounds because the logical fallacy of perfectionism actually goes deeper. Because first, like I stated, you seek a perfect ending, but life is not perfect. There is no one answer to any question. Everything exists in shades of gray. But the perfectionist doubles down because not only do they strive for a perfect result, which is impossible to achieve, they also feel like the actions they take must be perfect. Otherwise, it's not worth doing. This is the person who wants to work on a new business, but because they can't put in eight-hour days, five days per week, they decide not to try. It's the person who has a weekend traveling with friends, so they decide that they can't stick to their diet all week leading up to it. This is self-sabotage because the real way to not achieve a result is to not try, to take no action at all. Something is always better than nothing. Then the person who works slowly will eventually get to a result. It is the pursuit of perfection that allows the perfectionist to get into their own head and say, well, this isn't working, or this isn't right, it isn't worth my time, there's no point. Which is, again, obviously, nothing but self-sabotage. The issue is that the perfectionism feels like the right answer. It feels like if my goal is X, anything other than X is failure. X literally marks the spot, so to speak. And if I end up not hitting it, That means that I've somehow messed up. And this is just another in a long line of examples of what feels like the truth and when the actual truth are actually very far away from each other. And the reality is that success is a spectrum. There are obviously certain things in life that require one specific answer, but the majority of things are not like that. There is no one right career path. There is no right way to raise a kid. There is no correct relationship or, or religious belief or anything else. There's no one right way to maintain a healthy body. But again, this can feel wrong because we want there to be a right way. We want there to be a correct path because that actually makes things easier. If there is one single right way to do things, then at least you know what to do if you want to get things right. However, 
if it is as I'm proposing, and there is no right or wrong, and there, there's certainly no perfect answer, this brings up a level of ambiguity that feels uncomfortable. It lacks clarity. It's uncertain. And it goes against everything we feel we should be doing or having. Now, hopefully, after listening to the previous installments in this series, you understand why this becomes so problematic and why it's so easy to fall into the trap of perfectionism. Perfectionism represents everything that we've discussed so far that leads to self-sabotage and holds you back. In a perfect world, everything works out just as it quote-unquote should. In a perfect world, you're able to keep up with all of the expectations you put on yourself, and your life lines up perfectly with what you feel you are quote-unquote supposed to do. In a perfect world, you're clear on everything asked of you and you have clearly defined route to success and clearly defined actions to take you every step of the way. In a perfect world, you would have certainty that your actions would result in the desired outcome. You would be certain in your decisions. You'd be certain that if you put in the effort, you would certainly reach your destination. And in a perfect world, you wouldn't be worried about money. You'd have enough, you'd be rich, you'd have more than you'd ever need. You wouldn't have to think about budgets or savings. You wouldn't have to care about getting a promotion or if you should lease your car or you could buy it outright. In a perfect world, everything would be different. And you know when you hear me talk like this that unfortunately this is clearly not the case. The world isn't perfect. Life isn't perfect. Neither I nor you or anyone else will ever be perfect. And you might never say, my life is going to be perfect. Everything I want will come to me perfectly as I hope, and everything I ask for will work out perfectly, and I'll never face any problems. Like you, you know that that would be silly. You never actually say that because you know it would sound crazy. And yet, this is what you're saying in not so many words when you hold yourself to unrealistic standards of perfection. You are literally asking for something that is impossible which is self-sabotage because since it's impossible, you cannot get there. And then the only possible result is eventually overwhelm, burnout, and quitting. So that's the first issue. You're putting all of your eggs in a basket, and that particular basket happens to be one that is literally impossible to find. But to make matters worse, perfectionism leads to self-sabotage even more because what you are missing out on when you are trying to be perfect. If you think of your goal pursuits as playing darts, to perfectionist, only a bullseye will do. Dead center, in the middle of the board, that's winning, that's the goal. Except that we know that the entire rest of the board that you very well can and might hit, even if you're off from the bullseye, exists. And that's not bad. You still get points for that. And you could still win the game never having hit a single bullseye just simply by playing the game. And even if you miss the board completely and you hit the wall, that doesn't mean the game is over. You still get to play on. And that's the thing. The perfectionist misses all of that because they are only so focused on getting the bullseye specifically. To them, any other shot is wasted because it doesn't get them the desired perfect result. Again, this is an unrealistic standard that ends with burnout, overwhelm, and quitting because you're striving for a level that is untainable. If you only want dead on bullseyes, when simply playing the game with the full board would actually reap better results, wanting perfection is, again, self-sabotage. So 
hopefully you are understanding the fallacy of the perfectionist. It's an impossible standard, one that takes away your attention from actually achieving your goal through realistic steps. So instead of perfection, try focusing on some other P words instead. Persistence, persistent action, even in the face of setbacks and struggles. Patience, success in any area takes time. There is no perfect timeline where your success happens immediately. That's not real. Patience will always win. Perseverance. The world where you go through the motions and everything works out just as you had hoped is, again, a fantasy. You will struggle. The question is, will you persevere and continue to work through that struggle? Another P is prioritization. Again, in a perfect world, you have enough time to delegate to do everything. In the real world, however, there's never enough time. And having the ability to prioritize is the key to actually getting to where you want to be. Even if you don't end up with the perfect storybook ending of having everything, that's why you need priorities. And then the last P is practice. In that imaginary perfect world, you're good at everything without even trying. But in the real world, it takes practice. Sometimes it takes months or years of practice before you even get good at something, let alone being great at it. That's not a flaw in the system. That's the entire point. So perfectionism is the culmination of everything I've spoken to you about over the past five weeks. The entire slump method comes to a close with this. So to review, if you want to break out of your cycles of self-sabotage and Stop constantly quitting on your goals and your dreams. Be mindful when you catch yourself S, shoulding or having expectations of what's supposed to happen. Make sure you're not L, lacking clarity on the big goal or the small steps that you'll have to take to get to that goal. You have to accept and become comfortable with you, uncertainty, and the ambiguity that is life and any goal pursuit. And be careful not to get caught up in the rat race that is the M, mainstream money mindset. And lastly, and possibly most importantly, never chase or hold yourself to a standard of P, perfection. If you can keep these five things top of mind, you will be much more likely to stay consistent and stay in the fight long enough to actually get the benefit of what you're searching for. Because consistency and time heal all wounds. So if you can simply stop self-sabotaging and get out of your own way, you will be surprised what will be able to unfold. And I hope this series was enlightening for you. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email to paul at paullevitin.com and let me know if this type of content was beneficial for you. And as I've mentioned, if you want to still take this full course and dive into it with the videos, the worksheets, and more special bonuses, email me, sabotage, to paul at paullevitin.com to get started. That's all for this week. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show so you don't miss a beat. Support the show by sending this episode to a friend or leaving a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Stay happy. Stay healthy.